everyone. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season 10, episode 12, the one with Phoebe's wedding. Yay. Ah, the Olympics. The Olympics. Oh, the wedding march. Um, okay, Phoebe is finally getting married after her and Mike, you know. They've had some ups and downs. Well, she goes into that later. It um, but uh, it seems quick, actually. Well, but I guess you know, how long ago was Barbados? Twelve weeks ago. Longer oh, than wow. I was engaged. So, you know, <laughs> not that that's normal, but um, yeah. Uh, it, it does feel fast because I. You know, it's really funny. I know we already did this episode, but why do I have like no actual recollection of Phoebe and Mike actually getting engaged? I remember all of the mishaps of um, the Knicks game and Mm -hmm. the pudding and like all that stuff, but I don't actually remember like them getting engaged. Do you? Yes. Um, So it's when they're sitting down and she does the, she says the whole like, even if you're like the lame guy who puts it in the cake and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would lame Mr. No balls put it? And then she like (laughs) takes all her rings off and and he's like, I've been trying. He's like, this is stupid. I just, I just want to marry you. And I just want to tell you that I'm going to spend the rest of my life. And so he, they like do it then and there, like sitting at the restaurant. Maybe we forgot to talk about that. So that's why. You know, Oops. it's possible. Wouldn't be the um, first time. No, not the first time. Um, but yeah, her wedding day is here. I mean, I guess we had her bachelorette party last week. Oh yes, um, the classy tea turned stripper. <laughs> this ride is closing, boys. Um, and uh, now we've got the wedding, which you know, I feel like. At a certain point in life, especially, you're just like, yeah, let's get married. We don't need the big, like, whole ta-da. You know, we've talked about that. Like, I don't know. It kind of seems like they were still planning a bit of a ta-da. It does. Well, it seems like uh, Monica is planning a bit of a ta-da. <clears throat> and um, Phoebe is not involved um, at all. So I'm like, did she just give Monica a number, a dollar amount, and say do with this what you can or what? I have so many complaints for when we get to it. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to bite my tongue until it's time. Okay. So in the beginning of the episode, we have Phoebe very sweetly asking Joey to walk her down the aisle because her stepdad was supposed to, but, you know, stabbing Iceman in the exercise yard couldn't wait until Monday. Couldn't wait. So poor Phoebe. <laughs> I guess her real dad is not invited or coming, um, which is fine. He kind of, you know, is uninvolved. So, is her real dad the guy who showed up at the grandma's funeral? Yeah, the really small man. Yeah, the small puppy dog man, pharmacist. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So he can't walk her down the aisle. So Joey's gonna do it, which is really sweet. And she's like, you know, you know, you've always been like a dad to me, and looked out and shared your wisdom, and um. It's really sweet that then Joey <clears throat> kind of flips into this. I don't want you to see your father cry. Like he acts like he's taking on this fa- very fatherly oh. role throughout the rest of the episode. He, it's so cute. Yeah. He's like, all right, this is what you need me to do. This is what I'm going to do. He like yep. really leans into it. Yep. 
And there's a point like later at the rehearsal dinner when he's talking to Mike's parents and he's like, oh, they really do grow up fast. And they're like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> it's so funny. He's Just like, trying I'm to- trying to... <laughs> Trying to keep it together for the kids. Not too fond of you either, buddy. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Um, And then we've got Monica on her little Britney Spears headset. Mm -hmm. And she's yelling. And... Uh, well, I guess Phoebe's talking to her on the phone and then Monica comes in and we find out. Yeah, the she's like, my Phoebe's wedding getting, planner what is, is driving me crazy. crazy. And uh, <laughs> so she starts like barking all these orders about the fish and then she's like, you know, I need you to rehearsal dinner at 1800 hours. And this is just, I love this part. It's so classic. Mm. She's like, you don't know military time? She's like, Minus 12. Okay, 1,800 minus yes, 12 is 1,000. <laughs> I must I have been have... in missile training. Right. Um, um, but but when she's at the beginning, when she when Phoebe's at Joey's apartment, and she's like, oh, my... Or maybe... I can't remember where it is. Maybe it is at the coffee shop. But when she's like... Yeah, there at the coffee shop. My wedding planner's driving me crazy. And, like, Monica comes in, and she says something about an ice sculpture and a harpist... Yeah. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, what? Ice sculpture? Monica, like, I wanted a simple wedding. Yeah. (sighs) And Monica doesn't really care. Um, No. And uh, steel drums don't really say elegant wedding, nor does Marjorie's overwhelming scent. (laughs) She will shower when Tibet is free. (laughs) Which is Tibet free? I forgot to find out. Um, It's probably still Tibet. Sputed. Debated, depending on who you ask. Um, it is internationally recognized as part of China. Okay, so it is not free. No. Marjorie no. still has not showered. Um, wow. It's a long time, girlfriend. It's a long time. Um, but uh, so, yeah, Monica's making all these changes, and uh, – not at this point, but there's a later point. I can't actually remember when it was, but I was thinking about how like this can be me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were thinking that too? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, a little bit. Because I said to Matt, we were watching it, and I was like, uh, am I Monica? He's like, I was just thinking that. Oh. <laughs> I'm not too this diff- bad. There's two different things at play here with Monica. There's like logistics on time, you know, like pee on your own time, da 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 da, da like that stuff, which I can probably get like that too. Um, but then there's like, I'm making changes to your special day because I think they would be nicer. Yes, and very I true. just like don't. And so I'm like, okay, look, Monica's gonna Monica with mm-hmm. the like headset and the timing and the like whatever. And so it's like, there's some things later that bother me about that that we'll get to. But, like, for the most part, I'm kind of, like, that's just who she is. She's not going to, like, yeah. be breezy. Yeah. But she just is being really disrespectful of Phoebe's preferences and styles. Yeah. I think she just yeah. thinks that Phoebe is tacky. And so she's – or, you know, you know yeah. 
kind of like when Phoebe was standing outside Javu singing songs about human spleens. Like, yeah. Monica's like, when she, exactly, when she was, like you said before, well, that doesn't exactly say elegant wedding. And it's like, yeah, but Phoebe, like, it's just like the shower you threw her with, like, tea and crumpets and salmon yeah. sandwiches. Like, that's not Phoebe. Very true. That's actually a really good point. Because, yeah, there is this catch-22, and I can say this as the person who is usually catching either- and 22-ing. <laughs> Um, well, I was going to say the person who is either like in charge by design, like it is my nature to like just kind of being like, okay, this is what we're doing. But in a lot of places in my social and my work life, people just, it's like my, now my assumed role. And so people, you know, it's just what I do and it's fine. And I actually like figuring it all out and making a plan. But what I don't like is that when the plan has been confirmed or someone has asked me to make a plan and then I become the bad guy because I'm keeping the plan moving. Yes. Um, And I was just talking to a friend about this recently. She had three girlfriends visit and they are just like, they are just not on a timeline ever. And she's like getting them on time anywhere is like such a chore. And I know that's Mm -hmm. hard with the group anyway, but she's like, they just, they – they just are like, oh, it doesn't matter. Not like, okay, sorry, we're trying to hurry. They're just like, oh, well, if we're late, we're late. And she's like, we have dinner reservations. We're like meeting people. Like we're, we have plans. Uh, you know, we have to be places. And they just like do not care. Like she told me once they were checking out of an Airbnb and it was supposed to be like 11. And she's like, I'm downstairs ready at 1045, like ready to go. Some people aren't even awake yet. The cleaners show up and they're like still doing their makeup. I'm like, if the cleaners showed up, I understand sometimes like you're running late and you're like, well, we'll just kind of like milk the last few minutes if we can. But like the cleaners showed up and they just continued doing their makeup. Oh, and I was like, that feels rude. That's what I said. It feels very rude. And so, um, because it's not like the cleaner showed up and I needed to like get dressed, like get dressed, brush your teeth put everything yes. in your bag, you're now doing your makeup in the car. That's a decision you made. Oh, like, for that's sure. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be eating yeah. breakfast on the way. You're going to be anything that doesn't require like you not being naked or like a yeah. sink to brush your teeth. I'm like, yep. you're out of there. Yep. But yeah, but sometimes there is that like when you're the person who made, the, not even made, the, it's not like I like am a dictator and I'm like, well, this is what we're doing and everybody just has to fall in line. It's like, no, we all agreed on a plan. But just because I'm the one who knows how long it takes to get there or is like paying attention to the clock. Like I just don't like being made to be the bad guy. And she said, so she said she felt that weekend too is because people were like, oh, just relax. Like we'll get there when we get there. And she's like, no, we need, we have reservations. Like a lot of places, if you're not there within 15 minutes, they cancel you. They cancel they charge you. you. I feel like, yeah, if her, cause when we were visiting you, I feel mm-hmm. like it wasn't like, oh, whatever. It was more just like, oops, we all took longer than we thought we would type thing. Yeah. Um, well, someone gave me a hard time about it after for like rushing them. And I was like, listen, we said we wanted to be somewhere. I was telling you what yeah. we, we needed to go. Like, don't be mad at me. Just, you you know, you didn't make enough time for it. Ben and I so, get in those arguments too, where he's like, you're rushing me. And I'm like, the, the, the way that time works is rushing you. I'm reminding <laughs> you that we have a <laughs> deadline. That's like, a good point. I didn't invent time. Right. Like, I'm just paying attention. But oh my I kind of feel like with... Yes? Go ahead. I'll finish. Sorry. I was just going to say with your friend, 
I almost feel like in that case, she needed to just like, if they're kind of like, we'll get there when we get there. And she knows they're going to give up our table. Like, I almost feel like in those situations, you just need to let things fail and be like, and I know that sucks because it also means that like she now is affected by like, you know, but it's kind of like, okay, so we get there and they've given our table away. Well, she's not like, I would just be like. I'd stand back and let somebody else yeah. figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, well, then where are we eating? What are we doing now? Not my problem. Right. I was ready yeah. on time. <laughs> yeah. Um. On the topic of the way time works, did we talk about this recently where somebody on a podcast was like, if you take the year you were born and add 23 or add like something, I can't remember, you'll get your age or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. And the one girl, her mind is like completely blown by this. Oh, if you take 20, if you take 2023 and subtract your age, you'll get the year you were born or something like that. (laughs) And the one girl's like, I was trying it with my age and it worked. And I tried it with your age and it didn't work. And the girl was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah, what? And she's like, well, it didn't work for me because I haven't had a birthday yet this year. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, it's not a magic trick. It's literally just the way time works. Like if you take your age minus the year, you're going to get the year you were born or whatever. I can't remember exactly how it was set up. It was so, I was laughing so hard though, because it just, it's one of those things that you're like, wow, you can put any number in and it works this way. Um, it's like a magic Makes trick, a but no, bit it's worried just how for time the future. <laughs> That's just called I will, addition and subtraction. I will, ta- I will say the way, I can't remember exactly how it was like set up. Was it like up. the way they phrased it? Yeah. The way they phrased it, it, it isn't, it be, to me personally, it was not immediately obvious that it was like, take your age and the year you were born. And, you know, it was like the way it, it was just different enough from the way that we like calculate our ages that mm. anyway. Military Got time. Em. That's Military minus time. 12. Is <laughs> um, so, yes. Yes, sorry. So back to that. I do think yeah. that like, and look, Monica's being a bit much with her like military time as yes. well. But I do get that like, if you're the wedding planner, that is kind of the role that you play. Um, right. But like completely changing what the bride wants, um, like a harpist and meat and an ice sculpture it's just yeah. really this really makes me mad yes you make a really good point because I couldn't figure it because I, I was like you know Monica is being ridiculous but I was like she's also like being the wedding planner but I think you're right that's what it is it's that she just kind of doesn't care what Phoebe wants anymore and mm. that's what's frustrating it's not that she's being yeah. scheduled and organized like it gets a, a bit to be a bit much but the yeah. real problem is that she's just kind of like the train has gone off the rails in a little bit, in a little way. It, oh, sorry. In a way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the, I think that's the real problem. Um, so when uh, they get to the rehearsal dinner, Chandler's making jokes, even though that was his one <laughs> um gift for the wedding but the wedding is tomorrow rehearse it i love it's that it's so funny <laughs> um and uh i do love when when they're talking about emma not coming and monica and phoebe's or rachel's like oh apparently babies and elegant weddings don't mix 
And she's like, you still crying about your still baby? still crying about your damn baby? <laughs> Which Honestly. coming from Monica, who wants to have a baby, even though, I mean, do you really want her at the Hearst on her? No. She's going to have much more fun. Um... Because, I mean, what time did this rehearsal dinner start? 1,600, 1,800 hours? But then the speeches are at 2,100 hours. This is a long dinner. She said we need Phoebe at the rehearsal at 1,800. probably seven or eight. And maybe if if it's the dinner, you'd assume they already had the, they did the rehearsal part. And now they're having a dinner after. So anyway, I don't know. Well, actually, that's a really good point. So then, then, um... Ross and Chandler are like, what are we doing in the wedding? And oh. if they've already done the rehearsal, how do they not know that they don't have anything to do? Well, here's some thoughts about that. They might not have been, they might have just been invited to the dinner. That's not true. the rehearsal. And I think that this is indicative of a larger thing about what women have to do for weddings versus what men have to do. <laughs> like, have you ever been in a wedding and the day before, or have you ever like the day before been like, oh, what's going on in the wedding tomorrow? Like, and like, that's right. the first you've thought of it. Like I was just right. like, that's true. oh my gosh. Well, okay. So, so Ross asks, or, or, you know, Rachel, I guess, kind of segues for him is like, these guys are wondering uh, what they're doing in the wedding tomorrow. And Phoebe very gently but very directly says um, they're not in the wedding tomorrow. So they all, well, Ross and Chandler both seem really offended by this. And Mm -hmm. um, Phoebe is like, you know, Mike's got his brother and his friends from school and, you know, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I I know that they are so close with Phoebe and the six of them do everything together. But this is not Monica and Chandler's wedding or Ross right. and Rachel's wedding. Right. Um, I, in no world, would think that, oh gosh, I don't know. I've had several good guy friends that... Even though we were really close when they got married, I wouldn't assume that I was in their wedding, you know, unless I was close with their wife, which like my friend Quentin married my roommate, Rebecca. So I was in that wedding, (laughs) but not because he was my friend, you know, not because he was one of my good friends, because she and I had become really good friends and I helped introduce them. But like if I hadn't lived with her, I would have been at the wedding, but I wouldn't have been in it. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, you had some good guy friends that came to your wedding, but they weren't in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually a better example. Yeah. Like, they weren't in my wedding. I had you guys in the wedding. And, like, the only people that were in the wedding were, well, at least in the, like, bridal party, were my close friends were bridesmaids and Matt's close friends were groomsmen. Um, usually how it works in relatives. That's usually how it works in relatives. So, right. So like his sister was in mine, but even that I was like, you don't have to be if you don't want to. Cause I was like, I didn't really think it was going to be her thing. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert. It was not her thing, but she decided to do it anyway. Um, I was going to say when you're really like, fun you for all of us. Um, I guess she doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't now. Hey, when, when you were like, you don't have to, I mean, you were like, oh yeah, I mean, she doesn't have to be in it if she doesn't want to. And I was like, which she didn't want to, but she was still in it. <laughs> so. I know. Because I was like, listen, I don't want to force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. 
And just know that you are. She forced her to do something she yeah, didn't want to do. I know. <laughs> and I know she probably did it more for Matt, except anyway, whatever. doesn't really matter. It's a long time ago. We've all moved <laughs> forward. But um, yeah. But honestly, even if I said to Matt, I don't think I'm going to have your sister in my wedding. I think he would have been like, okay, so what? <laughs> you know? I don't think he would have thought it was that if big of you, a deal. If you would have been like, one of my guy friends is like just as close to me as my girlfriends and I want you to have them as your groomsmen. Do you think he would have done it? Yeah, I think he would have. Yeah, I think he would have. It would be um, weird, though, because it's like they'd be hanging out with him and his friends all day. And it's like, you know, like. Yeah. <sighs> I also think I think this is really what it comes down to. Um, I can't imagine any of my close guy friends over the years. Let's they could have probably been in my wedding, maybe, you know, um, I can't imagine a single one of them caring yeah this is you know what I mean so that's actually more, what's yeah. a little more weird is that um Ross it's just and Chandler are the only or, two right like they just feel left because Joey's in it so if it was the right. three of them not then maybe they wouldn't have cared but it, I think they are just being a little everyone's being selfish but this is how weddings happen this is exactly what happens at weddings it so I don't is know exactly what and that's what Matt and, I, and that's what Matt said so we're we're watching this episode and he was like everybody's being really selfish about this wedding and I was like Everybody is selfish about like, weddings. AKA they don't how weddings to be. work. It just happens. Like, I don't know what it is. There's just a lot of emotions and... And expectations. Expectations. And, and yeah, yeah, this is how I would or they should or whatever. There's just a lot that happens. And I feel like most of what is said around weddings should just be, like, forgotten and moved forward. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so um, they I are I just being... want to note at the yes. rehearsal dinner, Rachel looks so pretty. She looks great. Her hair is so good right now. Yeah, I think, yeah, her hair, she's got really good hair for a little while. It's just like, I really love it right now. Yeah, yeah, she does look really good. Um, and yeah, so Chandler's making this very much about him and not making the figure skating team. And Ross is making it about him because it's a wedding and it would be weird without him. Um, <laughs> and then suddenly all they care about is um, being in this wedding. Even though I think on a normal day, they'd be like, oh, we have to do all this stuff. I think that, well, I guess that's not necessarily true. I think they'd be happy to do whatever for Phoebe. Um, not maybe. But again, they didn't think about it until the night before. Right. Honestly, men with weddings. <laughs> I mean, I guess oh. that is true. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, you're like the door holders or the whatever. Yeah, that's um, true. Like a the little ushers. kid where you just like give them a job just so they have yeah. one. You're like, here, um, hand out programs. Um, And we've got Phoebe or Joey giving all this uh, weird advice to um, Joey? Mike. Yeah, yeah. I like when he's like, oh, a wiseacre. That's strict yeah. too, Mike. And like, uh, <laughs> a wiseacre. Yeah, and then later on, he's like, you know, Phoebe's, you know, I may have taken some of these lines from my rehearsal in uh, <laughs> Family Ties too. This a time, it's a personal. This a time, it's a personal. <laughs> but she's going to be, you're, she's family and you're going to be family. That was me. 
Yeah. Um, it's so or funny. He's like, what are your intentions? I intend to marry her. And he's like, professional musician isn't very stable. And Mike's like, it's as stable as acting. Strike two, Mike. <laughs> Strike two, Mike. Real wiseacre. Um, and then we find out that Mike's uh, groomsman isn't going to make it. And do we know why he's not going to make it? Well, I can't remember he now. goes, is he had an emergency. And Chandler goes, what happened? And and Ross is like, who cares? So he said he yeah. had an emergency. And they, Chandler tries to be a good human and asks. But Ross is like. Not interested in being a good human. Yeah. Um, don't let this pass us. But Ross and Monica, it's really bringing out a good color in the Gellers this wedding. Always. Always. Um. So then Phoebe doles it out to Rachel that she has to pick. Okay, I have a question. Why, mm-hmm. Rachel? This is a perfect job for Monica. That's actually true. For many reasons. A, Monica is the crazy psycho organizer problem solver. Um, and B, she is married to Chandler and related to Ross. So she really does... You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Rachel really only has history with Ross. I kind of feel like, I know Monica's, like, more entrenched, but almost in, like, a, it's, like, bias on both sides. Yeah. That's true. I actually didn't think about that. I actually didn't think about even why she didn't choose uh, Monica. But I think it's mainly because uh, Rachel's right there. Rachel was there. Yeah, I think so, too. (laughs) As flattered as I am that you saw me first. (laughs) <laughs> um uh so yeah she doesn't want to do it but she she gonna um and then it's time for the speeches and mike should be peeing on his own time chandler is scheduled oh. for nudity at 2300 2300 hours. hours and um it's time for phoebe to give her speech and this is one of the more stressful things i've watched in my life um <laughs> her she does such a good job because i feel like her fumbling over the words is so good it's so realistic of the person who had the intention of giving a speech and is just kind of like oh okay uh you know, I feel to like know this, you had to hear that, but yeah, oh, okay. yeah, she does a great like, job. Good the point. way she fumbles is very realistic. Um, yeah, but it is so stressful. Um, also, I have no I, idea why Monica is rushing her so much. Um, it's like it would have been a really good story for her to be able to tell like that actually would have been like quite funny and like you know it's you need common ground for like all of these different people at this rehearsal and I just feel like it would have been a really good a good way you know because it's not raunchy it's not I know it's like everybody can have a laugh about it even his parents and whatever I don't know I think it I was like this is this would be such a great story to hear Monica like okay who cares so you're behind schedule by five minutes like let the bride make a speech. Seriously. It's... And it's not a boring one. Like she kind of says the thing with toast right. is you want to be in and out really quick. But it's like, read the room. This is actually like, this is fine. People are engaged. This isn't like she's lit- thanking everybody she's ever met in her life. Yeah, it's true. Um, and in the midst of this pure chaos, Phoebe becomes unhinged and is like, 
I can't do it like this. Yeah. It's my wedding and I don't want this or this or this. Well, and like and Monica, like tapping her watch and stuff I is know. like. Uh, I feel like the right way so to go mad. about this is to say, hey, keeping it under five minutes is probably a good amount of pe- a good amount of time because you start to lose people. So why I'll don't give you I a give one you a minute. signal at four yes. minutes? Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. I'll that, give you a one minute countdown. Yes, that is like still a little bit of a time crunch, but I do agree. A 25 minute speech is like, okay, we get it. Um, but, but like 30 seconds in for 30 like, seconds. Yes. Yes. Unless yes. all she was going to say is thank you all so much for being here. Mike and I are so happy to share this day with you. Cheers. She's going to need more than 30 seconds, you know? So anyway, she wants the kind of wedding where her fiance can pee anytime he wants. And which is fair she, enough. It is. She fires Monica. You're fired. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, so she does. I also, I don't know. I guess it's not anybody else's job, but like anybody else sitting there could have been like, Monica, cool it. But I suppose they didn't want to turn her wrath towards them. Probably not. Mm, um, now the rehearsal's over and we've got Phoebe's actual wedding day. Mm-hmm. And um, I love when... Rachel's like, okay, you know, it's Bridesmaid Central and I made room for uh, corsages in the fridge. And I love what Joey's like, I wouldn't have had breakfast if I knew there were going to be corsages. (laughs) And then later when he's like, do you want to come in for a bite of, a bite of corsage? (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Oh, it's so cute. Oh my gosh. Corsages though. What a thing. So scratchy. Oh Yeah. I was actually talking Very about this with Matt the other day, um, not about corsages, but we went to Vegas recently and um, I jokingly said, should we get a limo to pick us up? Because in Vegas, mm-hmm. you can like do that kind of stuff for not that much money, you know? Um, and we were going with two other couples. There were six of us. And so I'm like, we're going to have to get an Uber XL. We maybe could get a limo for about the same price. <laughs> So we were talking about how it's really funny when you're young and you're like, oh, a limo. Ooh, a limo. Nice. Fancy. And now I'm like, yeah, they're, it's weird. It's like a weird mode of transportation to me. But like, it's what's the point? Why is it so long? <laughs> why is it? Yeah. Why is it considered so fancy? I don't know. It's just like black mm. seats and some like LED lights. Like I could put that in my car. Well, I you can to. now. But I think back when limos first came out. Cars were yeah. just too basic. And so this was like, and you can like socialize, like everyone can look right. at each other. I guess that's true. And that's what I said. I said, it was like, you know, we, we went to like homecoming and prom and stuff. We took limos, not every time, but most of the times. I actually can Did other people remember. not do that? Well, I don't, I mean, people at our school did. I don't know if everybody did though. Um, I mean, it, if you think about it, it's a little excessive that we did it for four homecomings and two proms. I was going to say, is this real like rich kid sounding? But that's the other thing is I was like, I was paying, my parents were not giving me money for limos. I was babysitting and working at Joe's Crab Shack to buy limos. And I was like, why was I wasting my money on limos? Who did Did, I think um, I was? Well, you know, it was part of the whole thing. I do remember one year we like didn't go to, like we, because some people would go to dinner before prom or homecoming, but I'm pretty sure we 
didn't. And we like basically like used our dinner money on a limo. We went to dinner a few times. I actually remember one time we went to dinner and we did not get a limo. I think it was our senior homecoming. None was of that us dressed we up to very Sanibel? much. Maybe, yeah. Because we could all drive. That was, I guess that was the other thing when we were like freshmen and sophomores. We couldn't drive. So even <clears throat> oh, if true. we wanted to drive ourselves, we couldn't. And it was and nobody fun to wants like your parents to drop eight you off of us at, at home going in a car versus like okay we got to take four sedans, you know. <laughs> Who's driving? Okay, Gary. But I was like, yeah. But I was like, it is funny that I went in limos like multiple times a year until I was eighteen, and then I haven't probably been in a limo since. Uh, you know, that's not true, Renee. Did we get Our one in friend- Vegas? Well, did you? Oh, oh no. actually, when you yes. And I went to Vegas. We did because it came with the fancy room. We That's booked right. like one we night in one the night fancy, in a fancy suite. room. <laughs> and my flight was delayed, so I like we like barely got to even. Well, you guys got to enjoy it a little bit more, I think. But um, it was because the they had like the room was nice and big. Um, it came with like an airport limo pickup, and um, it came with like a like a exclusive pool area yeah and we were going to be there on the 4th of July and so I was like I feel like having our own pool area is going to be worth it yeah it was um it was so so I stand by that decision but um we also went back to our hometown for our friend Kristen's birthday when we were like 22 or 23 or something and her boyfriend got a limo and we all went out do you remember that? Like this, we su- oh, he surprised right. her with a limo. So we were yeah. all like, no, we were older than twenty three. I don't remember how we old were twenty. We were, but we no, were like, we were twenty. Maybe just turned twenty four. Okay, or just so like yeah. It was. But like we knew right it was like kind of a funny Chicago. joke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That oh my gosh. Does not feel that long ago, but that's and crazy. And we did that. And we did that sometime in college. We went back to Fort Myers because my dad's friend had a limo and took us out. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> your sister came with us, but she yeah. wasn't 21 yet. No. <laughs> Don't so worry. She printed my ID off the internet. So she had a copy. <laughs> so um, you, you're you just a limo girl, Renee. Just I'm just a it. limo girl. Okay. Well, still, I, I just think it's funny that like when we went in that limo with our, for our friend's birthday, I was making $22,500 a year. That there's not a typo, guys. That's what I was making. That was my salary job. You didn't pay for the limo though. It was okay. I didn't. But I'm just saying now I Why, make at yeah. least $23,500 a year. <laughs> and and you're not spent, you don't have limo budget. It's just a funny, like limos are just kind of a funny thing to me. Yes, they are. Um, and also corsages just makes me, just makes me think of like homecoming. Like it was just what we all did. I'm like, why were we spending this money on this stupid stuff? I did not have this money. Why was I doing this? Um, Peer pressure? I guess. I mean, got to fit in, right? I think it was um, just part. Why did we spend so much money on senior portraits? Portraiture. Portraiture. Oh, but they're so good. Once again, it's what everybody's <laughs> doing. Um, or like our class ring that you just what threw into the ocean when you were here. I tried, and my parents were like, "Give me that." They're like, "You can't we'll throw melt that it down away." And sell it for silver. <laughs> good. They should. I feel so bad how much I made them spend. On I that. think yours was actually silver too. And I think I got the cheaper one that was like stainless steel. It was made of leftover refrigerators. 
I remember they was like they were like you can get them at Walmart, and I was like we're not getting this at Walmart, and ours was <laughs> made out of it's so stupid, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I have mine somewhere. But I mean, you think you're going to want it forever, but like you don't care about it once you leave high school. Maybe your freshman year of college. Yeah. Or I, guess I feel like, like we maybe read, we probably wore them for like a year into college maybe, but I don't here's know. Here's what I'm going to say, and it's probably inflammatory. If you peaked in high school, you probably care about it. Um, there's also probably other people who do. Like I'm just not sentimental with that type of stuff. So it's like, it's cool. Like it's cool that I have it. And it's, it was really, really nice of my parents to get it. And it is like, oh yeah, cute. But I'm more so just like practical now where I'm like, where am I going to put this? I, yeah. I have, I already have, like, I'd rather keep yearbooks than yeah. a class ring that I'm yeah. literally never going to wear again. I don't have a kid that I'm going to hand it down to. Um, I wasn't like the president of the school so it's not like meaningful in that way you know what I mean yeah well I'm very sentimental too but my sentimental um unfortunately I'm not sentimental on anything that holds actual monetary value I'm only sentimental (laughs) for crap basically um (laughs) (laughs) like postcards and um you know pictures and project from when we were in sixth grade or dodecahedrons that Ashley tried to throw away and as as the like 14 year old I was like you can't throw that away we're gonna want that she, someday 14 year old she still has it you guys <laughs> she still has my dodecahedron it's I mean I think I do I think it's in the basement but I don't know for sure um I don't know. Anyway. I'd rather smelt it down for silver and, and the resale value. Yeah. Um, well, the dodecahedron's not worth anything, unfortunately. There, and I'm sure there's going to be times when I'm like, uh, there's things I've gotten rid of that I was like, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have just because of the sentimentality. And it's like, yeah. you know, you care about something for a certain period and then you don't and then you do again. And so yeah. maybe the class ring, there will come a time where I do care again. But I'm just very firmly in the don't care era. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, corsages is what we were talking about. Corsages. <laughs> Come in for a bite of corsage. Um, but uh, Monica tries to patch things up with Phoebe. You know, you hurt my feelings, but I'm willing to take my job back. And Phoebe is like, no, no, that's okay. Just be a bridesmaid. And Monica um, doesn't really take well to this, even though she's trying to hide it. And um, then she gets petty and spiteful and it's like well maybe you That's should what return I these messages the word spiteful oh, it yeah. really upsets me because it's not just like like even if you're even if you're not the wedding planner like everybody's job everybody's thing on the wedding day yeah should be to make sure that the bride and groom are having a special day yeah and monica is like very much not doing that she's like well you better return all these messages like you just said she's like piling on to phoebe and i'm just like that's you're just like being a terrible friend and person right now who would do that to a bride on their wedding day it's rough it's really rough um and also for all the limos we took and like professional hairstyles we got phoebe her on her wedding day is returning messages Um, this is not homecoming 2003 i can assure you um oh that and is it's like wild. crap that phoebe didn't even want like right 
Phoebe didn't um, want a bunch of orchids. She didn't want an ice sculpture. And now she's having to deal with it all. Like, oh, it makes me so mad, Renee. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, but I do love this part when Monica's like, oh, I'm sure you can handle this, even though I've won awards for my organization. But um, I'm sure you'll do just fine. She's like, you won awards? Uh-huh. Printed them out on my computer. <laughs> You're not amused at this point. You're just mad. No, I'm. I'm. Well, I think it's funny. Seething. Um, so, uh, we also have Rachel avoiding the groomsmen, and uh, Make Ross groom for Chandler. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that I do love. And uh, but Ross is like, you're gonna make stupid jokes in your ear the whole time. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you're right. You are the lesser of two evils. And when Chandler's like, with me, you also, you get some laughs. You like, get some comedy. You get some comedy. <laughs> um, and, Be uh, that as it may. <laughs> but yes, but she 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 gets wishy-washy. She picked Ross, and then she decides she's going to pick Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, <laughs> it's not resolved until like, this is just going on and on and on the entire time. Um, and then we have like Phoebe trying to organize everything. We've got all ice sculptures in the hallway. We've got Lorkins, um, Mm -hmm. and Phoebe trying really hard not to crack, but this is like, she has not had any part of this. And now it's like walking into someone else's job and nobody training you. Like you probably figure mm. some of it out. Like you know how to return a message, but if you don't even know what the what the details are, um, it's like walking into somebody else's job that you haven't been trained for on your wedding day when you have more <laughs> important stuff to be doing. I'm sorry if I and was instead of weddings, it's a pile of garbage. Of garbage, and instead of the end of the day, it's the end of time. Um, <laughs> if I was Phoebe, I would probably have like lost my cool with Monica at this point and been like you your job was to help me make this day special and like look what you're doing like you're I I would have I probably would have it probably I would not have been because this just makes me so upset with like how self like we've talked about this before and this is why I get so frustrated with Rachel because like people being selfish really irks me um you know how like we all have those things that it's like some people can let it go. This is just one of those like it's against my principles and values. It really upsets me. And I feel like if this was happening to me on my wedding day, I would not be handling it like Phoebe does. Well, Ashley, do you want to change your beliefs? I should change my beliefs. No, I want <laughs> no. Monica to stop being <laughs> petty. Petty, small, petty. And like petty. Monica sitting there doing her makeup. Her own makeup and the bride is like having a, oh, I, oh, I, I, I'm so It is very, her. it is very petty. Well, and soon, shortly after all of these little dramas, Phoebe asks Monica to come back and she's like, I want you to come back more than I want to get married. <laughs> Just sad. Which is, it's so sad because. It's Mon- really sad. Here's the thing though, Renee, like when you said you can be like this, you're not like this. You wouldn't be like. No, I'm not spiteful. So spiteful that you were, mm, you're spiteful sometimes, Renee. I can be but spiteful. Like, that's, that's you true. You can be. But it's not usually people that you love and care about. No, and it's usually strangers. It's, 
who have wronged you. And yeah. it's also like, I could never imagine you doing something like, like I could, I could imagine you like being upset or being like, mm-hmm, no, I, I said, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. You know, like something like that. Yeah. But I, you yeah. would never be treating your best friend like this on their no. wedding day. Yeah. I might get snippy, but it's because sure. I care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm still really, all those like, things. <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, seriously. So like I always wanted to do events. I've always wanted to run events. I think they're really fun. Oof. And Not if you're running them. Well, they can be. But I like attending events. I have never, <laughs> anyway. ever wanted to do weddings. Ever. Yeah. No. Even as like a 17-year-old, I was like, I don't want that kind of pressure. Like, yeah, it's, too it's just too much because I think, I mean, and like the funny thing is like, I don't do events, but I do production and they're basically like events. I mean, all the, mm-hmm. the, the players might be different, but like the game is the same or the other way around. Um, you know, you've got like locations, you've got people, you've got certain jobs, you've got timelines, you've got food, you've got like restrictions on budget or whatever. Yes, we're with you. We're with you. You're with me. You're with me. You know, joke, 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 joke. Just- um, <laughs> So like it's all the same, but I think about what people, okay. So like when I'm working with directors, sometimes some directors are really great about explaining what they're going for. And that could mean a million different things, but like whatever I'm trying to accomplish for them, they have an idea in their brain. And so usually they'll be like, okay, so we're looking for somebody like, you know, with this type of sense of humor or we're looking to like mm. this this a location that like has one two like has these three things and like this fourth thing would be really nice some directors are just like we just want it to be like retro and i'm like okay but retro <sighs> in what way are we talking like downtown right. abbey are we talking like austin powers like 50s what, 60s what 70s era yeah do, do you mean there are a lot of words when people say them that I could ask, it's like a family feud question. Like I could ask 50 people to pick out a picture that they thought was retro and they'll pick a different picture. So getting people to like distill their wants and needs down to like the thing that really matters um, can be really difficult. And this is with people who are doing this for a living. Then you think about working with a bride who just knows that she wants this type of decor or whatever. Um getting her to distill to like the right word is it that you like glitter or is it that you like shimmer or is it that you just like a little bit of that or you know I mean there's just so many things and so like trying to guess sounds insane to me and I don't want to do it so Mm. I'm really glad that I don't work in weddings I know I could um but it does not sound like fun to me at all it sounds like it would be so stressful all the time Yes. yes I think it is Um, and because everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have like dreamed of this day, they have a really specific thought of how it's going to go. And it usually isn't exactly like that. And so people just get like stressed out and they're at their wit's end and they're tired and they have all the people around them that they love, which is also really stressful. So yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Um, so Monica's back on board at, you know, 1400 hours and Phoebe's going to get her makeup done and she's going to take care of everything else. But then we find out there's a historic blizzard. Like nobody has looked outside, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Um, There's just suddenly a blizzard 
and uh, no one's going anywhere because the band and photographer are coming from Jersey. And um, mm. yeah. So they're like going through the things like the minister can't make it. The club lost power. Um, you know, it's not looking good. <sighs> it's like, are there, what are they saying? That's like the worst blizzard in 20 years. Hmm. Yeah. And then Rachel is like, you know, it's so beautiful and you wanted to get married at a side. Why don't you just do it? It's romantic. It's beautiful. Could be the simple wedding you always wanted. And it could be the simple wedding you could have had if Monica wasn't if your wedding planner. Monica wasn't here. Or your maid of honor. And um, yeah. So they're like, all right, let's do it. Affirmative. And uh so then we get to the actual wedding setting outside Central Perk and they're setting up the lights and they're setting up the chairs and uh, Mike tells everybody that he thinks it'd be a fun idea if their family dog Chappie was the third <laughs> groomsman. <laughs> Chappie? I'll do it. My neck and, is exposed. Uh, well, yeah, but then they realize that Chappie can't walk. He needs to be carried. So... Um, because Chandler is afraid of dogs, uh, even though he tries to pretend like he's not. Um, <laughs> my or Ross takes Chappie, and then he realizes he stinks. <laughs> um, and then everything else starts to go wrong because the minister's not there. The uh, ice sculpture's on the steam grate, which probably only matters mm. to Monica. Um mm-hmm. Who paid but, for that is what I want to know. That's what I mean. An ice sculpture. Maybe it's, let's hope, let's hope that's Mike's parents. All the limos we've taken, we've not <laughs> had any ice sculptures. True. Um, if we were really fancy, oh, we'd have ice sculptures. Is that true? I feel like I've been at one party that had an ice sculpture, but I did not pay for it. I just like showed up. Oh, I'm sure we've been somewhere with an ice. I mean, I've been on uh, Carnival Cruises. They have ice sculptures. <laughs> Right. I was actually the peak thinking this of was culture. This is more like a, well, speaking of the peak of culture, I was more so thinking like a frat party where they have like an ice luge. Oh. So fancy. Mm-hmm. Fancy. <laughs> We're not white trash at all. Um, mm-hmm. We take limos, y'all. Don't, don't even question it. <laughs> We've got a bite of corsage on the way to the limo. Um, so... Uh, Joey's like, well, I could do the wedding since the minister can't come because I'm still ordained. I wouldn't give up riding the subway for free. I had to read the Bible pretty closely, but <laughs> I am pretty sure we do. Um, So if Joey is going to do the ceremony, then Chandler's going to walk Phoebe down the aisle and suddenly everybody has jobs. It is wedding. nice, but it is very weird that like Chandler, I don't know. I was just like, mm, could someone else have done it? But I guess there isn't really anyone else that makes more sense. I just feel like Chandler's doesn't, you know what I mean? When she's like, oh, hi, new dad. I'm kind of like, eh, they're not really close like that. But what are you going to do? I mean, closer than any other guy at the wedding. Like, but between, I know that Chandler can't walk Chappie down the aisle. But, like, would you have, if you had to choose between Ross and Chandler to give Phoebe away... I probably would have selected Ross. I probably would have too. But yeah. but Ross sealed his fate being a dog. Yeah, groomsman. with the stinky dog. Yeah. Um, and I think like 
it's not a bad choice. If all three guys were still available, Chandler would be the third choice. But if Chandler versus the rest of the wedding, like he's still third, you know, he's still the top choice. Yeah, yeah. Because um, even it'd be weird if like Mike's mom, Mike's dad walked her down the aisle. I think, I mean, it probably just would have been better if she just had the girls walk down with her. Right. Um, which I think you can do. But anyway, I think she wanted that. Like, She moment, wanted the traditional you know? stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, everybody says, I love you and hugs and gets ready. And they walk down the aisle and Phoebe goes jacketless. And mm. I always tear up when she starts walking down the aisle. It's so sweet. It is so pretty. Yeah, I think I did too. I love the the lights. Oh, and Mike's mom. The lights oh. of the stars. I could stare at them forever. I crushed up a pill and put it in her drink. <laughs> so good. Um, they do. They did make like did a very good job. Um, the set the set people of like with the lights kind of like hanging over and putting some like, you know, sparkle lights in the trees and stuff. Like it is really gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Um, And I'm glad they did this versus like having her get married in the coffee house. Yeah. Definitely. Um, And we get Marjorie. And we get Marjorie. Um, And we get third bridesmaid who we've never heard of or seen. And a whole bunch of random wedding guests that I'm like, who were these people just out in the street? Who are these people? (laughs) They're probably the wedding guests. They just, I don't know what. They are. Faxed everybody that the venue changed. And Um, we don't know any of them, but anyway. We don't know any of them. Um, Have you ever, I I know you haven't watched all of New Girl, but have you watched Cece and Schmidt's Wedding? I can't remember. I thought I had, but now I'm not sure. Okay. Well, it's one of those things kind of like this where it's like everything's planned and then everything kind of goes wrong. Basically, like Schmidt misses his own wedding because he tries to fly to get Cece's mom. Oh, to get Cece's mom's. That's right. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I actually kind of hate it because I don't know. I just think it's like a dumb plot point. However... When they do the actual wedding at the house, when it's just like their actual close friends and it's just very simple, like flower petals on the ground and people sitting on mm-hmm. the sides, I cry every time. Like, I think it's just so sweet. Um, and that's how I feel about this. I think it's just very sweet and very simple and pure. What do you think about the Parks and Rec one where they were going to get married at the big event and then they don't, but then they get married in the parks office afterwards? And Ron um, gives Leslie away. It's a lot of this uh, feeling of yeah, pattern here with this. Yeah, theme. I am seeing a pattern. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like this is like a thing. Um, I can't actually. I vaguely remember it. I haven't actually seen it in a long time. Parks and Rec is now behind a paywall. <laughs> oh, it is? Oh, my <laughs> yes. gosh. Nobody tell. Don't tell, don't New, tell New Zealand. Zealand. Um, and Nobody even breathe. though, like, I don't love, love The Office. I love the episode where Pam and Jim get married. It's so cute. Oh, that one's really cute. But it's they like do the in flash the church. Mob, Niagara yeah, the Falls. flash mob dance is super cute. Um, um, the one thing I this I don't mean to be mean, but the one of the things I don't like about the Parks and Rec one is Donna's singing like Italian opera. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Do 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 do. And she's like good, but I'm just. But you singing it is 
is better. Is great. <laughs> um, no, she like she's seems like she's a classically trained singer. Like she's good. It just maybe I just don't like opera. And this is my own. For- See weddings. This isn't about me. Shut up, Ashley. It's all about Ashley. <laughs> um, and uh, so. Even though the dresses, Phoebe's dress and the bridesmaid's dresses are not at all my style and they're very yeah. like um, bohemian, shabby, chic. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, they're still really pretty. They are pretty. Agreed. Not my style, but it, they look nice. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, everyone does the procession and. You know, Phoebe gives a really sweet speech, and so does Mike. And Chappie's heart is slowing way down, and the cold <laughs> has spread to Joey's special place. <laughs> um, and pronounces him husband and wife, and they kiss so the bride. Cute. It's so cute. Aww, yay. Um, and uh, I was thinking it is nice too because it's like they just they're in the street so they can just like pop right back into the coffee shop for like coffees and cakes and stuff like that's convenient well and something that I I try to like think about this when things aren't going right is that well someone told me I think before I got got married that everyone's been to a million weddings and like if it just kind of all goes right like people remember it they'll be like oh yeah we were at Matt and Renee's wedding but people often remember the things that like don't go right in a in, mm-hmm. it can be like a fun memory and I think that that's yeah. true for like it can be for a vacation it can be for work you know and like it it would be just another wedding at the clubhouse if Phoebe got married there but like people are gonna remember oh my gosh, it was the biggest blizzard and they had to like pull out all the stops and get married in the street. And it was just so fun. You know what I mean? Like people aren't going to forget that. Um, but yeah. I yeah. Just always think I think that so too. Kind of it like is a fun way really, to reframe it. Is. It is unique and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Phoebe and Mike are married. Hmm. Cute. Now do it still drum style. That's pretty good. Really good. Are you getting my overwhelming scent? You can hire Renee to come hum them. Speaking of humming, did you know there's a new feature on, well, it's not that new, but newer feature on Google where you can hum something and it's supposed to be able I've to detect seen this because you know like sound shazam or Soundhound yeah. or whatever you can hum into that oh you can now you used to yes. not be able to you used to have to like you couldn't even play like, the live well version right so i saw that it was just kind of like suggested to me when i was on google and i was like oh matt let's try this so i did a couple and mm-hmm. i didn't do like crazy off the beat song off the beaten path songs but i did like not singles off records, you know. I like tried to think of some like just a little less popular songs. And mm-hmm. I did three and it got all three. And then Matt did three and it got zero of those three. Okay. What and then I did us? the same ones and it got all three. <laughs> he just doesn't have uh, much of an ear. Um Aww. 
So, but it was, I was like, oh, you know, try it again. And he, he did it. And I was, cause he often will like be like, oh yeah, you know, that song that's like, and I'm like, wait, what? Can you do that again? And he does it like three times. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I'll play it later. And I'm like, that is not what you were singing. Like, it's just not, it's not what you were singing. Um, so anyway, call me for all your steel drum needs is really where I'm going with this uh, Best yeah, Friends Club podcast on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. That should do the trick. <laughs> um, trying to, really trying to get the side hustle going, you know. Um, so yeah, so next week um, we're going to be back. Phoebe's going to be back from her honeymoon and she will be teaching Joey French. In oh my gosh. One of the best episodes. I-, I was thinking about town. how this season, season 10 is like truly, in my opinion, has some of the funniest episodes. And then there are a few just duds. Like um, the one with the, the flashback, you know, like that one. And I can't think of any others right now. But like it but is just next week. Do you feel like that's a dud? Oh, no, not at all. Oh, oh, Joey speaks French. To say. No, yeah. I'm saying like people. Like I feel like season ten, for the most part, is just like hilarious. Yeah, Some of the, of the funniest yeah. plot lines they could come up with, like Joey speaking French, I just think is so funny. Um. So yeah, that's all. I'm, uh, as they say in French, uh. Jemaflee flew. I just love how he's like, yeah, we're saying the same thing. Eh, sorry, yeah. okay, we are getting hit. But, um, okay, yes. No, I hear you. I agree. I feel like um, 95% of the season 10 episodes are yeah. just like firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So should we do next week's episode in French or should we not do that well, just so everyone else knows that um, – so everyone else can understand it. Not because we right. can't fluently speak French. <laughs> just for everybody else. Should we bring your friend back? Uh, we could bring, that. see if Anaïs is available to do the whole Anaïs, episode in French. Thank you. Yeah, maybe she could just speak French the whole time. I'll ask her what, what oui. tout de la s'more means. May um, know. <laughs> tout de la yeah. s'more. <laughs> tout de la s'more. <laughs> she foof. Um, oh. okay. So come back next week with all your best French. There will be a quiz. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there, there won't be, but you know, maybe there will be, we'll see. Okay, guys, thanks for being here and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.